Welcome to Season 2 of the Doing With John Dirt Podcast. Hear from some of the best drivers and personalities that the Carolinas has to offer. With me, your host, Evan McCrory. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 58 of the Doing With John Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Evan McCrory, and today we will be talking with Kelly Carlton of the SCDRA. Next weekend, February 1st through the 3rd, will be Winter Freeze at the Scriven Motorsports Complex in Southeast Georgia. They will be hosting the SCDRA Front Wheel Drives 20,000 to win, 12,000 to win for the Southern All-Stars, 10,000 for the Ultimate Street Stock Challenge Series, and multiple other series, including the SCDRA Young Lions Division. We're going to be talking with Kelly, everything relating to the Winter Freeze. And uh, this is going to be the only conversation in this episode. Uh, not too, too much else to really be talking about next week. Uh, we'll probably have an episode, not too sure, but uh, probably going to get an SCDRA guy just to preview this event more, talk more about it, bring more hype to it. But I appreciate you guys with the support on the last two episodes, the first two episodes of Season 2 with Daniel Adam and Steve Post. And yeah, really uh, can't wait to get into an awesome conversation today with Kelly. Uh, he's really done a lot for me and promoting me and uh, just been a bit advocate for me, uh, showing me introducing me to different people and led to some great conversations here on the show, been able to go to a bunch of great tracks and meet new drivers and people and really help broaden my audience. And I just really appreciate him a lot. But before we get into the interview, I want to appreciate and shout out to Victory Fuel for still having me a part of their ambassador program. They have their new flavor, Lucky Lemon, that I still need to try. Uh, they just put their four packs in the store. And if you go to drinkvictory.com and go find yourself something you want to try, it's an amazing electrolyte and vitamin B12 flavored water. It's really good stuff. They got throttle punching out Lucky Lemon. If you find something you like, you can go use code DUNEWITCH10 for 10% off at checkout to put a little money in my pockets and save yourself a little bit of money. And yeah, let's get into the conversation with Kelly. Today's guest on the Timmy Gunn Construction Hotline is the owner of the SCDRA. We are going to be previewing the Winter Freeze, and we are talking with Kelly Carlson. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Evan. How are you? Awesome. We are about uh, eight, nine days from the Winter Freeze. This is going to be the biggest event in the history of Scriven, probably I know of the Winter Freeze. It's going to be 20000 to win for the SCDRA front-wheel drives. 12,000 to win for the Southern All-Stars and 10,000 to win for the Ultimate Street Stock Challenge. How are you feeling about eight, nine days out from the event, and what should the fans expect? Um, you know, I, I'm really getting a lot of response. We've got a lot of racers call and getting information. I'm almost sold out of, uh, of our asphalt parking. Uh, I'm pretty close to selling out of camping in the inside and um, had a lot of folks you know, like I said, contacting us. So it's, it looks like it'll be a big event. Um, you know, hopefully our, the weather cooperates with us and gives us three really good days to get all the racing in. And, uh, you know, I've got <clears throat> guys coming from as far away as, you know, Iowa. And, uh, you know, I've had people, I, I don't know if he's coming or not, but I had a guy from Canada call. So it's, uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I'm actually down here now at the racetrack. Um, just down here tying up some loose ends working on the pa and getting ready to go and then uh 
I'll be back here again on uh, next Tuesday and, and get bedded in for uh, to get ready for you know a few days of racing. So a few months ago, Scriven was supposed to host the Georgia Outlaw State Championship that was supposed to have the SEDRA, the 602 Bandits, and a couple other divisions. And that race ended up being canceled because issues with the county. Uh, what were those issues, and uh, what did you guys have to do to make sure that the winter freeze was going to happen? Uh, well, it was it was actually the state fire marshal's office. that, that They kind of regulate all the racing in the state of Georgia, and um, – um, the, 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 we'll just say that there were some issues that uh, they felt needed to be addressed, and um, and and we didn't necessarily agree with that. Uh, that's kind of the kind of the long and short of it. And uh, but but to make a long story short, we we got our permit about two weeks after the event was supposed to have taken place. So. So everything's well and good. We're all uh, back to normal. Everything's rolling right along. Um, you know, no, no issues to deal with. Just, uh, you know, it's a, one of those things. Governmental red tape. Sometimes you have to jump through some hoops, and uh, sometimes you have to tear the hoops down. So uh, we just, uh, like I said, if, when you come to the facility, you're going to see nothing's really changed, nothing's different. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's a, a lot of interpretation and things like that. So, uh we're super excited about, you know, having this event, getting, getting back into the swing of things, especially missing that last event. You know, there's uh, a lot of folks that really um, want to race at our racetrack, and, you know, that, that really says a lot about, about the track itself. Yes, and people, a lot of people were mad. They told me that they didn't get to go to Red's Diner and get any food or anything. That was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing. It, it, obviously, it's forever, you know, everybody talks about the food, and it is amazing. Uh, the, the girls do a great job. Kim does a great job managing everything over there. So um, we just got to do our job and, and manage the racing and have a good show for everybody. Yeah, you you were hyping up that food to me last year, and I, I took your word for it. And, man, I can't trade Screvin's food for any other track in the country. It's It really is just good home country cooking, just great food in general. I think I've had the hamburger steak, their barbecue sandwiches, burgers, mashed potatoes, just everything's really good. Yeah, and you know, like you said, it is, and he does have that buffet bar that's the, this really actual real food, you know, it's, it's real mashed potatoes and it's, it's real hamburger steak and it's not, it's not anything they bought that was frozen or anything like that. It's real fresh ingredients and uh, pretty cool. I don't know of any other racetrack and I've been to a lot of racetracks around the country and I don't know anyone that has that kind of food, you know, Anyway, there's there's a lot of places that have great food, but but I'm I'm on, I'll put I'll put the home track above all of them. Yeah, I will too. Uh, another random question that me and probably some other photographers and people are wondering is the infield still going to be totally blocked off to photographers, uh, other people like that, even like the safety crews, like it was for the Rebel Yell in July. Um, we're working we're working with something. Uh, we're supposed to actually meet tomorrow. Uh, to, to discuss some of that stuff to make sure we, we're all set with that. Um, I, I, I feel sure we're going to be okay with with uh, staff and photographers being able to be there. So um, just, uh, again, so, so, some of the same stuff previously. You know, there are some things that are that we needed to do differently. And, and that, from an organizational standpoint, that it'll actually help us. You know, last year, 
uh, one of the things is our camping was really, really kind of really nilly and a lot of stuff was disjointed with that. And uh, so it'll be a lot more regimented this year, a lot more controlled. Um, the Sheriff's Department will be handling a lot of the parking myself and uh, some of the others, will, you know, will kind of supervise everybody getting parked back correctly, um, that kind of thing. So, you know, um, everything will be back to normal for the most part. We just uh, had to make a few uh, minor changes to to make everything kind of code steady. This is going to be the first year of the winter freeze, I believe. That's going to be having the ultimate street stock challenge. Uh, how did that come together? And I think it's going to be awesome to have them running for 10,000 win on that Saturday. Yeah, it is. You know, street stocks have always been one of our, and we've been using the Crew uh, Race USA rules for, for quite some time with our street stocks. And, uh, you know, it's always been one of our most popular classes. We always had strong car counts from it. And um, Red wanted to to try something out, something a little different this year. And, you know, we've kind of done a little bit of everything. We've had modifieds over the years. We have sprint cars. We've had a little bit of everything. So uh, we wanted to try this and see how it worked out. And, you know, we've had really good response from it. Uh, those, those are some really good looking race cars. There's, you know, they put a lot into those street stocks. Now there's, mm-hmm. you know, street, street stocks as much as a, a limited late model nowadays, apparently. So they've really done a lot with them and they look good. Uh, you know, a different, a different car. It doesn't look like a late model. Obviously, it has some body shape to it. So uh, that's always good to have something refreshing like that. So, you know, I know we're looking forward to it. You know, Josh Ellums, I've known him since he was a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I went to school with his parents. and So uh, it's cool for him to, to be bringing in, uh, you know, part of that show to, to our show. That's awesome. Another new division that's going to be – new to scrub and new to SEDRA this year is the Young Lions, where it's going to be kids 17 and under. You can be able to have their own division run as like a little feeder series to the SEDRA men's division. Uh, what came up with the idea to start running that, and what are your hopes for it? Well, you know, we, we went to I-75 last year, and they had a, a kids division, if you will. It, it was really uh, – it was really a lot of fun. A lot of our guys uh, – had their kids come up, Joey Kelly and uh, John Wyndham and some of those guys, they, they brought their kids and their cars up and uh, raced that thing. And it was so much fun watching those guys race. And they, they raced really good and they raced hard and put on a great show. And I was I was impressed. And, you know, I got quite a bit from everybody that night. It's like, you know, we ought to do this. We ought to do this. And, and uh, I thought about it and I had planned to do it. And, uh, you know, I – I let uh, I let some people get under my skin with it, and I kind of decided to quash the idea for a bit. But then Josh, who's my lead tech guy, he came to me and he said, "Listen, I'll I'll do the rules. I'll take care of all that. Let's just do it and, and give these kids a chance to race and see how it goes." So that's what we're doing. We're, this this first one's going to be a kind of a test, if you will, and we'll see how it works out. I, I think it'll be good. I, I know we've had several calling and asking. Josh says he's been on the phone a lot trying to get uh, everybody the information they need. So I think we're going to be good. It's a good opportunity to, to help, you know, extend the family aspect of our sport. Uh, and like you said, it also provides a little bit of a feeder to our, our guys. You know, once they've, they've driven these type of cars and kind of know the travel and that kind of thing. So I think it'll be good to help us grow our car counts as well. 
I think it will be too. Is there going to be any differences in the cars, like any uh, rule changes, lower power motors, anything like that? Yeah, there there are some some minor tweaks that we've done. Uh, uh, some of the stuff with the, with the headers, and we actually uh, requires a restrictor in some of the engines to to kind of muffle them down a bit to to get the e- horsepower reduced a little bit we would love in, in the perfect world to have everybody right around that 170 horsepower wheel horsepower mark um obviously we know that can't happen but it's just really tough to get that to happen but, but we're going to do our best and we're going to feel it out and obviously this is our first year doing it uh, i appreciate josh dawson and all the effort and uh work that he put into getting it uh you know where we are now so uh, he's actually working on the restrictors, getting those taken care of. So we'll have them for next week. We'll actually re- issue the restrictor and then take it back at the end of the night uh, from everybody. They'll, they'll be numbered and it'll just be a, a blind draw on what you have and that kind of thing. So it's not like, you know, somebody can get us, get one and change it. And because if you get, get one and change it, we'll catch it at the end of the night and mm-hmm. uh, nobody wants that. So yeah. I'm hoping that, that it goes well, you know, I, one of the things that I've stressed to the parents that, you know, and all the different times that we've talked is I really don't want that travel ball parent mentality amongst these people. Uh, this is, this needs to be something that's fun and minimal pressure and competitive yet still just having fun. You know, I, if, if a guy runs in there and runs through somebody, it's probably because he made a mistake, not because he went in there to run through somebody. So, just remember that these are young people and uh, they've got to learn to race and, and we're, we're trying to facilitate that. So, so hopefully it goes well. I, I have very high hopes for it. I do too. I know, I know some of the names that have been floating around, they're going to be running in and I'm really excited to see uh, the skill range and the kids the age range of maturity wise of how they run around each other and really start to learn the racing etiquette. And it, I can't promise that the race at Scribing will be the, greatest race you'll ever see but i just want to see each kid every driver just make progress and how they're learning in the sport how they learn to be underneath themselves in a race car and just learn the etiquette that's the that's the biggest part of it i want to learn yeah and it see. is that is the most important thing is, is we want to teach them and try to help them and, and that's why you know i've already in my driver's meeting for them you know there's there's going to be times where we may coach somebody hey, to help them to try to get them better not necessarily better at being faster but better at holding their line or you know things that things that only a guy that's talking to them can help them with so uh you know that people are going to have to understand that that, that um as much as anything we're, we're racing and competing against each other but we're all trying to help each other too so uh you know that's that's going to be one of the mainstays and one of the philosophies that if we're going to do it that's one of the things that we're going to do and um you know, I, I feel like the parents are going to support us in that and understand that it's, uh, again, it's, it's an early step and a stepping stone to, to something more. Yeah, I really hope the idea works out, and I hope it's able to expand into more events. So uh, just going over the whole schedule for the weekend, uh, on Thursday, it's just going to be a practice night. Uh, practice is going to start at 7 to 11. Uh, if you want to be in the grandstands, uh, any fans coming, it's going to be free. If you're coming to the pits, it's going to be $20. 
and uh, driver passes for competitors will be 30 if you're just for that one day. And for Friday, this is going to start a preliminary race and some of the series are just going to have heat races and qualifying. Some are, or one series is actually going to have a full event. A couple of them are. But it looks like it's going to be a full program for the Southern All-Stars. It's nice to have them back. Last year's winner was Ross Bales. Uh, they only ran Saturday last year. And for the 602 Bandits, they're going to also run a full program. Cop Stocks, which is like the Crown Vicks, they're going to be running a full program. Ultimate Street Stocks is going to be doing qualifying and heats. Road Warrior is going to be doing heats. Qualifying for the SEDRA, and they also be running their heats. Is the qualifying and heats going to be the same format as it was last season? Yeah, yeah, they'll qualify. We'll go out and, and you know group qualify, and uh, that'll break it up into heat races, or uh, if you will, we call them qualifier races. Um, the top six will lock in from qualifying, and everybody else will go to one of those eight qualifiers. Those, those qualifiers are ten laps each, and we'll take the top two from each of those. We'll transfer to the A main. And then on Saturday, there'll there'll be a few. Uh, last chance qualifier races probably three of those uh, depending on car count how many we end up with we'll determine how many we'll take from those races to to the feature and then a certain number of those cars from the from the last chance qualifiers will move on to the to the non-qualifiers race you know this is an event that, that annually draws about you know anywhere from 100 to 130 cars roughly and uh Unfortunately, there are going to be a few cars that come and they'll just get to qualify or they get to practice. They come Thursday, they get to qualify on Friday and run their qualifier. And some, some cars will be eliminated after the qualifiers. It's just, mm-hmm. there's, there's just too many cars to do it any other way. So, um, but you know, I, I think the new format that we, we did last year, we, we continued it this year. It does give guys a little bit more racing time. It does give them, um, some of them, you know, get another opportunity to race their way in. So um, we tried to listen to the competitors and give them more laps and give them more opportunities to race in. But, uh, you know, I, I really liked it last year. I think it worked out well. Um, I liked having a few a few less cars in the feature race, uh, which helped our racing, I think, quite a bit. And then that moved, you know, obviously those cars just moved over to the non-qualifier race. Mm-hmm. So. I think it worked out well. Uh, you know, we really, it really didn't cost us much money to do that because uh, we were able to take those finishers and from the that would have been in the, the feature before, move that money over to the non-qualifiers race, and I think it works out really well. So um, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, I I posted that I've been looking for quite a while as the last few years to try to find this a signature top trophy to go along with it. And I really think we've gotten one, you know, I, I appreciate uh, 71 trophy club for coming up with the, the design and the idea. I had a somewhat of an idea of what I wanted and told them and, and they just kind of took the ball and ran with it. And I think they turned out a, a really beautiful acrylic and, and uh, metal trophy that looks really nice. Yes, it does. That's a beautiful trophy. Did you happen to see the flat earth trophy that Kyle James posted? <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I, 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 I actually commented on some. I think it may have been Jacob Bright who said something. I commented on on their post about that. I told them I'd bring them plenty of aluminum foil so they could make themselves a new hat. <laughs> yep. But we we weren't buying into that to that nonsense. Uh, I'm a space camp kid, so I yeah. know the world is. I know that the, the Earth is round. So 
Yeah, well, I'll get, I'll get Jacob on here at some time All to right. talk about I the fur. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get Jacob on here sometime to talk about the ferment and what what the Bible, what people oh, say boy. the Bible says about <laughs> flat Earth. <laughs> but that's hearsay at this point. I think the Earth's round too. Actually, one of my best friends is a flat Earther, and that's been a whole joke in our group for like seven, eight years now. But back to striving. <laughs> uh, you got the end of Friday night. You guys are also going to be doing a practice for the Young Lions. Uh, it's going to be gates open at 3. Grand Mission is going to be 30. On track will be at 6 o'clock. If uh, kids are 12 and under, it's going to be free. Pit pass will be 40. And adults and children under 5 will be 20. And then Saturday, it's going to be a long day both these days. Friday and Saturday, if you're coming and you're not expecting it to be a long night, buckle up and get ready. It's <laughs> There's going to be a lot of racing. Uh, it's going to be full program for every racing, series. You know yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it is going to be a lot of racing, but I, I think we've kind of broken up enough that we can manage it and, and have decent, you know, a decent time. The other thing is on that Saturday race, we're, we're certainly going to be uh, looking at how things are going to, if, you know, if, we, if there's any kind of danger of weather or anything like that, we may go earlier in the day. And we'll let everybody know, you know, plenty of time about that. But, but I just do want to get it out there to be prepared. You know, we could go earlier that day if we needed to. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so everyone should just kind of keep a watch on our Facebook and listen up to what we say on the internet and, and the uh, even on Friday night. Just to, we'll, we'll take a look at it on Friday night and see where we are and, and make a decision if we need to go earlier or something like that. But I feel confident in saying that we, we should, we actually, I believe we'll be able to turn it out pretty quickly, uh, especially running some of the heat races on on Friday, you know, that'll shorten up the program. Some guys are just going to come in and hot lap and run their feature that night. So yeah, uh, that, that makes it go a little quicker. And uh, hopefully we can run right through it and, and you know, get out of there in a decent hour. Okay. Um, it says on here, I'm just looking at the website. It says gates open at 10 and drivers meeting is scheduled for 4.30. If I remember last year, B-Mains and some other stuff are running like in a morning, like late morning, early afternoon section. Is everything just going to be starting at 4.30? Well, around? as of now, that, yeah, as, as of now, that's the plan is to start everything at 4.30. Uh, last year we did it because we had got, we lost some time with the, uh, with the weather we had on Thursday mm-hmm. and kind of sh- shortened up our Friday. So uh, we ended up having to do a little bit of stuff on, on Saturday morning to get to get ahead. And uh, it certainly put us ahead a little bit. And we ended up you know, finishing up at a, at a fairly decent hour. So hopefully yeah. that'll be uh, – we managed that. We're not running as many classes this year as we had last year either. So that, that kind of – We'll shorten it up a little bit. Technically, it's five classes of race cars is all it is, technically. Um, yeah. The kids are the same division of cars, and they're at the end of the night kind of thing. Okay. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it'll be a good night. Yeah, I remember last year when I got there, I, it was like 5.30 drivers meet, and I showed up like right on time for that because I just got off work and then drove straight down there. And I was like, man, I might be a little late. I don't like – I like having time before stuff happening to really just walk the pits and talk to people and all that type of stuff like everybody does. And then with having to – work the track in a lot because of heavy range guy guys got on that thursday yeah. you guys didn't end up starting any type of hop laps hop hot laps till 7 30 8 o'clock and then uh, the night ended up not ending till around 3 a.m because of that and then that made sense for you guys having to do stuff for like a late morning session having to do some of those b mains and stuff but 
Uh, pending weather, it does sound like it's going to run a lot smoother, a lot faster with a lower number of classes. But I'm expecting a lot of cars for everything. Hopefully, a good number with um, with the Southern All-Stars. And I believe the street stocks will bring out a big number, too. And obviously, you guys are uh, going to be hovering around that 100 to 130 range, hopefully. And I'm just excited for all of it in general. If you're going to be there, the grandstands are going to be 35 adults and children. Uh, for adults and then children 12 and under are going to be free pit admission 45 and children under five are going to be 20 for the pits and so um america the southern all stars they're going to be around for 3,000 on friday night six of two bandits 1500 friday night and then cop stocks 300 on friday night saturday will be 500 ultimate street stocks saturday will be 10,000 road warrior heats are going to be 200 and then saturday will be a thousand like we said earlier, the finale with SCDRA is going to be 20000 and then Young Lions, 500 I think that's a nice little purse just to start them off, and I think that's a good place to have them. Is that $500 mark. Have, have them at least a little something. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just helps them with their, a little bit with their travel and that kind of thing, and we don't want them to get crazy. Because, you know, it's all, we already ask a lot of the racetracks that we go to, you know, to, to, to you know, essentially spend – Thirteen or fourteen thousand dollars on a support class that you know, you know, up until a few years ago was really a very, very, uh, you know, not not thought of highly class, and and there's still some of that stigma. Some of the places we go to, but mm -hmm. um, the the racetracks have seen value in it. So, uh, you know, I, the folks that I've talked to about adding the young lines for the you know companion events, we we certainly are. I seventy five. We're going to do it for sure next month, and then um, I think we're going to do it at Lakeview as well. Um, I, I just needed to get through this this first one to kind of show everybody what we have and what the actual costs will be and that kind of thing um, going forward. But uh, I, I think it'll be good. You know, Ray was really on board immediately as soon as I talked to him about it. Uh, so so I'm excited. You know, I seventy five already had kind of a a built-in young gun, uh -huh. if you will, or young lines got class there anyway. So um, I think it'll be nice to have those guys. And I know a, a lot of those Tennessee guys, the young guns that were there uh, when we were there last year, actually coming down to run our run, our young lions stuff. It's coming this coming weekend. So uh, pretty pretty stoked about it. I, I think it's going to be a, a good weekend, a good time. I think it will too. Well, besides winter freeze last year, the whole SCDRA season was just full of action all the way from the first actual points event after Screven with uh, Newman Press on win the championship from Tri-County all the way at this point with, yeah, Lakeview is the most recent one since Screven got canceled in November. And we're coming down to a championship. I believe it is Andrew Smith as point leader and second place is Walker Wyndham. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tight points battle right to the end of the 60 lap main event. Um, you have any thoughts on the points championship ending at the freeze? Uh, you know, it's, uh, it is a little bit deceiving. We added our, our bonus stuff in a little bit, uh, and now the, the final point totals made it not quite as tight as it was, but mm -hmm. it's still, you know, it's still between those two guys. It, you know, a, a lot of Walker has to do a lot of things the right way and, and, and Andrew would have to have some bad luck to lose it, but still it could happen. It's mathematically possible. And, um, so that's going to be an exciting thing. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about this year and I'm kind of off topic a bit, I guess, but I'm really excited this year about, you know, having our, our very first points banquet. I am too. Um, uh, you know, it's, uh, 
we, we've never had one before. Just we've never been in the position to do it. You know, we paid a little bit of points money out every year, but it's just been something we paid out at, you know, at Scrabble and Twin Breeze uh, and not done any kind of formal banquet. But, but there was a clamor to have it, and I, and I really wanted to do it, and I, it's been a lot of fun planning it. Um, it's been expensive <laughs> planning it, but uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I this uh, These last, I don't know, six or seven months with this program has been uh, – really incredible so many folks have come to us uh wanting to be a part of the program and um it's just a you know it's a testament to these racers first of all but the program that they put on you know the the pollard family was uh particularly mr sunny really loved the division and he was all about it and we talked to him this year about you know scheduling it they were we actually scheduled before we left last year you know yeah clint smith who's the the kind of the track manager there if you will and he came down and told me that that mr sonny told him to make sure he scheduled us back before we left that night so uh so we knew we were going back to sonoma this year but uh they were kind enough when i talked to them about maybe bumping up the purse a little bit so that one's 7500 to win you know for 2024 and and they really enjoyed it. And um, so we've had, like I said, we've had so many people come to us that wanted to be a part. Uh, and I'm going to have some announcements at the banquet that are you know, maybe not expected and just more additions. We've at, you know, announced a lot of stuff on our, our social stuff. We've got a, added quite a few um, partners this year that particularly safety partners and equipment partners that will help our racers, you know, get the things that they need. Uh, at, at a more economical price so um yeah i mean this year just like i said the last the last six or eight months has just been really incredible and and um it really reinvigorated me if you will for the uh for the program you know I, i've loved it from you know since we started it but you know everybody gets into a rut here and there but this uh you know everything's been so much fun i've really enjoyed like coming up with the schemes and doing the things with the tra- with the uh, trophies and things like that. And, and Victory Lane is, is – maybe people, some people have noticed, Victory Lane is pretty important to me. Uh, I, I really want to make it a special thing. You know, I want people to – when they go there, I want them to be able to remember the experience. Because they may only get there one time. You never know. So, uh-huh. uh, so I've always been a big – you know, I try to do everything I can in Victory Lane, I, and I emulate what they do with, you know, with Lucas Oil and, and World of Outlaws and things like that, where, you know, confetti and trophies and presentation checks and hats and, you know, everything that, that makes it uh, a little extra special. You know, we're, we're excited to, to have added Victory Fuel to our Victory Lanes this year. Um, Jordan Swindell was really magnanimous and, and, and really was excited about uh, helping and doing what we wanted to do with our victory lane. And uh, so they come on and, man, I tell you, <clears throat> I'm not saying this because they're a sponsor. I tried that fruit punch for the first time out at Votto and, and it was amazingly good. Yeah. It, it, if you like Kool-Aid, you're going to like victory, you know, fuel. It's, it tastes like, it tastes like cherry Kool-Aid to me. It's what it tastes like. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. To me, it tastes like a Capri Sun. I know that's not really your generation, but to me as a kid, that tastes like a, 
like a Roaring Waters Capri Sun, and I haven't been able to try the Lucky Lemon yet. I'm probably going to be ordering myself a four-pack in the next couple of days. But, yeah, I really like the way you do everything with your presentation with Victory Lane, adding more to it. I've heard a couple of ideas from Kurt and Paul of uh, things you guys have been talking about a little bit. And, yeah, I just really like the way you try to make it special, make everything seem big and mean a lot to the people when they do get to Victory Lane. Because, like you said, it might only happen one time in your life. And you want to make that a special thing, whether it happens once or 30 times. It just is supposed to be a special time and a special memory you need to have. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that's kind of the philosophy we really have followed uh, from the beginning with everything is my intent was to uh, – to treat these guys like the superstars they are, you know, from, from beginning to end, you know, I wanted to, to feel respected and I wanted them to feel, uh, you know, like this class for a lot of years just really got beat up on. And, you know, this, this was the class that people took their bathroom breaks or went to the hot dog stand or whatever. And that's okay. If, if that's the way some people feel, but I think a lot of people just thought it, you know, just didn't think that much about it until they actually, sat down and watched the racing because so these guys man they race they race their guts out and, and put on a heck of a show and and a lot of times our our race or any front wheel drive race at any racetrack in america a lot of times will be the best race of the night uh-huh. you'll just sit down and you'll just sit down and watch it now, it'll be the best racing of the night I agree with you there. It doesn't matter if it's not SCDRA rules, not if I don't know any of the drivers, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm going to be paying attention to the front-wheel drive race to see how they race compared to you guys and see what type of on-track action they have. And nine times out of ten, I'm at least entertained and think they put on a good show and happy for the track they're able to have that on that great on track racing compared to some series that are a little bit more hit and miss depending on how the cars are built these days formats track surfaces and stuff but the front wheel drives are just special when it comes to how they race on different types of surfaces and uh not too too much arrow involved at this point i hope it doesn't and <laughs> it's just a great overall division i've really fallen in love with it over the last year or so and that's a big thanks to you if it wasn't uh for how welcoming and inviting you and everybody with the series was for me it, it's helped me grow what i've been doing exponentially like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be to the point where I've grown this much over the past year if it wasn't for you, Kurt, Paul, everybody else, all the drivers I've had on, Andrew, John, uh, Reed, everybody just everybody's always been great to me and I've always appreciated uh, you for inviting me to all the races. Doesn't matter if it's a SEDRA event, Ultimate, and uh, just be willing to come down and talk to me, uh, talk to me at, on the show, talk to me at the track when I know you have a thousand things to do every event. Uh, it's just been very welcoming and I really do appreciate it. Well, I, you know, that, I'm, I'm glad to have you there. I, I feel like, you know, we, we don't, we need all the coverage we can for our sport to help it grow. And so anybody that's new and young and is energetic and wants to be a part of it and do that, I'm all for it. So when you, came and said told me your ideas i was absolutely you know 100 supporter of that so uh you've done a fantastic job with your show and i again it's an outlet for 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 the drivers that race with me and maybe some some more unknown guys or smaller class guys to come in and, and talk 
and, and, and can get, you know, some people to listen. And even if it's just uh, they take it and they let their sponsor hear or, you know, their, uh-huh. their grandmother or, or whomever, it, it means something to them, and uh, that stuff's important. It really is. I appreciate that. Uh, if you if you want to know, I don't know if I said to anybody, but the highest listened episode in 2023 was my episode with Andrew Smith. So a front wheel drive guy can he can outsell a super late mile guy like a Ben Watkins or a Chris Ferguson or whoever else uh, that was up there in the numbers. Uh, Rod Tucker was right there with it too, but it just just for you guys, you guys have a good loyal fan base and audience and great group of guys and drivers, and yeah, I couldn't appreciate you guys more. And I'm really excited to get down to Screven again and uh, see everybody. I'm probably just gonna be there on Saturday. I gotta work uh, probably late on the Friday, and uh, girlfriend's gotta work Saturday morning, so I'm gonna be excited to see a whole bunch of racing. Saturday night, February 3rd, but if you are going to be free the whole weekend, you should go check it out on Thursday through Saturday, whether it's going to be practice, heats, features, anything, you should go check it out, go get yourself some food, go talk to some of the drivers, go sit in the stands and just enjoy it, but if you can't make it down to Scraven, you can always go check it out on Flow Racing, the winter freeze, both nights, I believe Friday and Saturday are going to be live, and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, man, I, I really, I can't say how thankful I am for uh, Michael Rigsby and everyone at Flow Racing. It's, you know, Michael and I are close friends, and uh, but he does this event because it's, it, it also benefits them, and uh, we're excited to bring it to Flow Racing to have them as our streaming partner. And You know, it, 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 he always tells me it's really a, a very well-watched event, and, and the, the thing that, about it is it's, it's watched all over the country, you know, there are pockets when it comes to like late models and things like that. Uh-huh. There are pockets of the country where there's, the viewership is more. And, and with this event, it, the viewership was kind of all over the board and kind of pretty pretty even keel everywhere. So I know a lot of that is the mamas and daddies and brothers and sisters that are back home and watching, you know, somebody that got out here from Iowa or, or <laughs> Ohio or wherever out here watching our show. And um, I, But I appreciate every one of them because – it takes all of them to make this thing happen. It, it does, and that we've been talking about SEDRA for the last thirty-five minutes mostly, but that's not the only stuff you do. A few weeks ago, you were out at Vado for the Wild West Shootout, and I know you've been doing that event for a really long time. How was it this year for twenty twenty-four? Uh, man, it was uh, challenging. <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. We. Uh, we have the best track prep crew in the country with Chad Bowman and Lewis and his son, Colin. And, and, you know, we, we do have a great track prep crew and they can, they can make chicken salad out of chicken crap a lot of times, uh-huh. but man, they fought, you know, 20 mile an hour sustained winds nearly every day. And the racing was still very, very good yes. every single day. The only day that was kind of not great was Wednesday. And it just, that was the day we had like a, you know, 20 mile an hour wind, 40 mile an hour gusts. It was just a rough, rough day. They did everything that they could. Uh, sometimes you just can't, you're just going to work out. But, uh, you know, it, other than that, the, the event is amazing. You know, anybody that's never been there, uh, Royal Jones and his staff have built an incredible show place. Uh, one of the nicest racetracks you'll ever go to in your life. It's very well thought out. Um, the location of it and, and just how the direction that the racetrack sits as far as, um, you know, that he built it where the sun would never be in his 
fan's eyes. And he mm-hmm. built it where, uh, you know, the, he, he went out and monitored the winds there to see, you know, how often the winds were, you know, he, he was very, very, very uh, deliberate in what he did there. And he um, has built a beautiful place that races really well. Um, and if you've never been there, you owe it to yourself to, to you know, make it out there for next year. We're going we're gonna to be back there again next year. Um, you know, it was really cool. I had a great conversation with Shannon Babb uh, about the racetrack. And to hear this coming from Shannon Babb said really all that I needed to hear. But uh-huh. Shannon, Shannon Babb, we were standing in, in the, in the warm-up tent uh, after the races one night talking. And uh, he told me, he said, this is one of the funnest racetracks I have ever raced on. And definitely the the funnest that I've raced on in the last five years. Hmm. Yeah. So to hear him say that, you know, I was like, man, that's a that's a heck of a compliment coming from that guy because I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Shannon. He's he's been a, a friend for a lot of years and, and raced with me off and on at many places. So uh, to hear him come that come from him, I know uh, that he meant it. He was sincere. Yeah, it really does. It really does mean a lot when it's coming from a guy like him. How was that dust storm? I think it was the second or third day of the event. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Um, and, and and Royal told us, he said, you know, that's that's what we have in March. That's why we don't race in March. He said the entire month of March, it's like that. Mm. And, um, you know, they'll have days where they'll have those dust storms. I mean, we're, we're literally right there in the desert, so I understand it. And, uh, if you, if, you know, for, for those of us that don't live in that area, I guess, you know, I can understand where you'd be a little confused by it, but, but those folks are so accustomed to it. They don't think anything of it. Yeah. Um, but, but it was wild, man. You can, you can tell it, it's certainly affected the race cars on the track a little bit here and there, uh, when there would be a big gust or something. And, and, and a couple of times it got, got dusty and I was worried about visibility, but it cleared up really quickly. So, uh, but it, it was, we, we dealt with every freaking obstacle you could think of. I think that, that deal and uh, still was really great racing. You know, I I don't know that we'll win a race of the year this year like we have the last two years, but mm-hmm. uh, some really great racing and uh, some cool race fans. And you know, we're we're adding to it every year. Uh, we we did a lot with uh, you know trying to let people see that there's a lot of things to do out there as well. You know, it's a uh, there's really a lot of stuff to do in the area. It's just people had never explored. So, you know, there's, we, we, uh, Ben Shelton's wife, Cheryl did a lot of little, uh, videos this year that, that highlighted a lot of that stuff. And, and there's a lot more of that, uh, that we'll be putting out over the next few months. So, uh, it was really cool. I, I hope, man, if you're a late model fan, you know, or even if you're a modified fan, it, you, you owe it to yourself to get out there and, and check it out. Yeah, I, that's uh, that track's definitely on my bucket list. It's definitely up there. Not just for that track; it's absolutely badass. I absolutely want to be there, but I really want to travel and explore that part of the country. Like I've never been out there. The only time I've been even like in the Southwest, I was like three years old. So I, I re- also really like the way that they have that week spaced out, where there's a couple of off days spread out, where you're able to go do things, go explore and just have other memories besides at the track. But that track memories do, do get up there and do have plenty of those too. Yeah, for sure. It's a really cool area. You know, we, we, we explored out to White Sands National Park, which is really amazing. 
um, you know, it's it's incredible. You're just driving along, and all of a sudden, there's these huge dews of this pure white sand that just looks like snow, and yeah. uh, just a really cool place. You can go sledding. You know, they they have sleds and little saucers. You can go sledding down these hills, and but uh, just driving around, the, you know, the the beauty of it was just incredible. My guys loved it. We we had a great time out there, and you you're not really that far away either from from uh, from you can, a couple hours drive to some really cool skiing spots up there mm-hmm. as well. So just lots of stuff to do. You just you uh, you may have to drive an hour or hour and a half, but there's plenty to do uh, in that area. Sure sounds like it. Well, Kelly, we've had an awesome conversation tonight talking mostly about scriving and the other stuff here at the end. But uh, again, I just really appreciate you coming on the show. Can't wait to see you next weekend. And yeah, thanks for coming on the show. All right, man. Thanks. I really appreciate you having me and uh, hope everybody will come out and join us at Winter Freeze. We're going to have a good time, have some good food, some great racing. So come out and see us. Yes, sir. Thank you. I just want to take a moment in the podcast to thank the lead sponsor of the Doinch on Dirt podcast, and that is none other than Timmy Gun Construction. Timmy and his team specialize in all types of flooring, bathroom, kitchen remodeling, custom tile, showers, and all types of roofs and decks and everything else you need done at your house. You can call Timmy and his team at 704-648-3931. He is local to the Gastonia area, so if you need help in that area, you can call him up and he'll come out and help you today. Hope you guys enjoy the conversation with Kelly. It was really great to talk to him again. Really have him as like the second annual guest, like the first guest we've had in two different seasons. I know we had Michael and Lane and a couple of my buddies on multiple times throughout the year, but as like actual guest, it was awesome to have him on. And I really just do appreciate him and everything SCDRA Ultimate and everything he does uh, has done for me. And yeah, uh, it's going to be an awesome event. If you can't be there in person for Scriven, again, check it out on Flow Racing. It's going to be amazing, great stream. Uh, Paul's going to do a great job in the booth. Dwayne Keith for the Southern All-Stars. It's really just going to be a great weekend. Not too, too much else to be talking about at the end of this episode. Just going to be uh, finishing off here, just winter freeze. And yeah, I will be there probably just that Saturday, like I said, talking with him. And also shout out, I know you guys have been hearing the ads too, the new lead sponsor for the Doom on Dirt podcast is Timmy Gun Construction. Uh, Timmy reached out to me a couple weeks ago and just uh, made it happen. Really do appreciate him. I've known him for about going on four years, met him at East Lincoln, uh, met, knew him around Adam Van Diver, Cody Verbose, and all those guys. I really appreciate him helping out. He has a great business and he's uh, helps out a bunch of racers around East Lincoln, Carolina, and things like that. And he even races himself sometimes. I'm not too sure how much he's racing right now, but just appreciate him. Hope you guys are having a great week. I can't wait to see you guys next weekend at winter freeze. And if you're on the fence about coming down, do it. (laughs) Screw it. It's February. (laughs) Like You need something to do this time of year. What? I'm trying to think, is there a football that weekend? No, that's Pro Bowl weekend. So Pro Bowl weekend, you're not even going to have like an AFC championship or the Super Bowl. Just go to the winter freeze. <laughs> but hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, go check out some of the last episodes. Uh, go f- follow me on TikTok, doing much on dirt. That stuff's been doing really well. Uh, again, keep posting more stuff. I'm going to take plenty of videos and stuff. It's grabbing, hopefully, from the Enville based off of what I'm hearing from Kelly. And yeah, uh, don't forget to follow me on all social medias, Doing Which on Dirt. That is D-U-N-E-W-I-C-H on Dirt. You can go 
follow SEDRA on all their social medias. It's like SEDRA, Facebook, Instagram, that stuff. SEDRA Racing on Twitter. And uh, follow Screven. I believe it is Screven. Uh, MSC for Motorsports Complex. And go follow the Ultimate Supers for all the Kelly's Ultimate Super Late Model stuff. And I just hope you guys have a good one. And I'll see y'all next week. Thank you.